Hello. Hello, can you hear me, Dennis? Yes. All right. That's that again. So, welcome to episode 91 of Aussie Tell. Welcome, Dennis, about Rose- the Roseanne Show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Not a problem, once again. Um, now, start off things here. What are your overall thoughts on the show on its on its access here? On what? Your thoughts on the show overall, Roseanne, the show. Your thoughts, oh. overall thoughts. Oh, well, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's probably one of the more accurate depictions of like actual real family life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the, the older sitcoms always had is, you know, my family life isn't like that. People, people feel weird that, that their family wasn't like the family on leave it to beaver or, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, the more, the more idyllic sitcoms and uh, Roseanne kind of made people realize now it's perfectly normal. Most families are dysfunctional and, you know, it came out around the same time as married with children. So people try to give married with children the credit for that. But yeah. That, that show was just, it, it wasn't realistic in the other extreme. Like sure. no family actually hates each other that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're saying it's a, a 360 from Full House to uh, Roseanne, you're saying here. Very much so. <laughs> yeah, from our last chat we had a little while ago. Uh, now, where would you rank the main characters from top to bottom as far as your fa- favorite to least favorite? Oh, I would say uh, Dan, mm-hmm. Roseanne, um, Jackie. Darlene, uh, DJ, and Becky. Becky last, huh? Becky last. Okay. Well, for me, it's Darlene, Dan, Roseanne, Becky, uh, and Jackie, and then DJ for me. Now, um, what were your thoughts on the simple theme music for Roseanne and the rotating montages they had every couple of every couple of years or so. I liked it. Um, you know, it, it, uh, they, they kept it simple. They updated it when they had to, um, you know, cause there's nothing weirder than watching a show that's in its fourth or fifth season. And <laughs> the intro is the intro is still from like the pilot episode. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. Um, I like that the intro kind of grew with the cast mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, just a very, uh, just a very simple theme song. Nothing, uh, you know, that, 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 a lot of shows in the eighties and nineties tried to have those, those songs that they, I don't know if they were hoping to make those like standalone <laughs> songs to get radio play or what, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, just a very traditional instrumental theme song up until the last season anyway. Yeah. Harmonica was just dynamite. Yep. And um, how innovative was Roseanne at the end of the show that set the tone for other shows to follow follow suit? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, just so many other shows do that now where, like, the the closing credits are just, like, a last gag (laughs) or uh, some some outtakes. 
effects. And, yeah, you know, if you want to see the influence, just anytime you watch a TV show on DVD now, they mm-hmm. always include those bloopers, those gag reels, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that was just, that was, you know, the TV always tries to depict itself as so, like, perfect and flawless. But, uh, it, was, it was refreshing to see people show, yeah, we screw up all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, was Roseanne the first one to do that? Do you know to do that? Do you know that? I, I, I couldn't say for sure. It's definitely the first one I remember seeing do it. Okay. Now, um, who were some annoying supporting roles on this show besides the main characters there? Well, um, Roseanne's mom, Bev. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Crystal was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, but, but the great thing about Roseanne was that so many of the supporting characters were great. Yeah, you know, like I would put uh, even Arnie, as annoying as he was, I would put Arnie <laughs> up there as a great supporting character. Definitely, uh, Leon. Yeah, um, but. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred, pretty much all Jackie's boyfriends sucked. <laughs> yeah, they did. Fred Fisher, I could do without any of them. Yeah, especially Fred. Um, yeah, yeah, he's kind of a douche. But um, for me, though, um, number one on my list was definitely Crystal. Also, wasn't a fan of uh, a Bev. She was overbearing and just so over the top. It was ridiculous. Um, now I did like Leon because he was a great heel. I guess a wrestling term I would say a heel, but he was very good mm-hmm. at his job. You know, it's pretty good. Um, now, do you think that DJ was just taking up space, or did it, or did it seem he was need, needed in these storylines um, when he when got older? Um. You know, I think he did serve a purpose. Um, I think, I think the whole dynamic of the show would have been different if it would have been Dan as like the lone male in that house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, in that sense, I think DJ did serve a purpose, and he was a good antagonist for Becky and Darlene for for things that, <laughs> that they couldn't be antagonists for each other. For. Right. Right. Now, I talked about this earlier in the show, but um, in your opinion, was Roseanne, the show, the most real sitcom of its time as you look back on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's only more so with age. Yeah. Now, what were some of your, of your favorite episodes of Roseanne? <sighs> my favorite is probably the one where uh where the family finds out that uh that fisher's beating jackie Mm. and and uh dan just goes and annihilates him (laughs) yeah Um, you know i i think that was i think more than anything that that episode kind of cemented the whole yeah, we're dysfunctional, and yeah, we can hate on each other, but you better not be an outsider that screws with this family. Yep, yep. Um, 
another one of my favorites is uh the episode where um where Roseanne and Jackie first decide to uh try to go into business and do the lunchbox. Right. Um, and they have to borrow the money from Bev and she's burning <laughs> it over them and then yeah. You know, uh, uh, Leon ends up being the third partner. <laughs> Somehow, ruckusly. Yeah. That way, yeah. Um, for me, it's like, favorite some minor, like anyone that has young Dar- Darlene just making these, at the, these uh, smart ass remarks, you know? Because mm-hmm. I love Darlene to death. She was my favorite character on, you know, on the show. Um, but one I liked the most was. Uh, when she got her period, that was, that was pretty emotional right there. She had her period. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I like a lot of the episodes. Now, what are your what are your favorite TV show moments though of the show? M- moments you liked? Um, I you know I I, I really liked when uh, I really liked the way they would reveal that a character was was gay you know like um or leon and the way that the connors wouldn't bat an eye over it right i I mean 30 years ago that was that was still something that uh was pretty shocking for people to find out but you know they were you know who were the connors to be in a position to judge anybody (laughs) they were stereotypically white trash yeah so um but i i I really liked that even seeing that as a kid i remember that uh seeming important to me at the time yeah and nowadays it's like it's like that's like common like it's like you're gay who cares you know whatever just move on you know yeah exactly and 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 maybe they're to thank for that a little bit sure why not you never know now what do you think of leon overall on his 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 around Roseanne, I really liked Leon. I thought Leon was one of the more complicated characters. I love him and Roseanne's relationship. Yeah, because especially as time goes on, you can tell that they respect each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, y- you know, he has a he doesn't change who he is very much, but he has like a full character transition from being like. Roseanne's main antagonist to, you know, almost a member of the family, especially when when he gets married later on and and ha- how supportive they are and and yeah, uh, yeah they just kind of take Fred in, or I mean, not Fred, they t- take Leon <laughs> in as one of their own, and he's a, yeah. he's a business partner, but him and Roseanne never stop screwing with each other. It was a fantastic uh, dynamic, you know. Back and forth, it was like a little uh, a ping pong game of, uh, of you know, of one-upsmanship, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, what character do you most most relate to, and why? I would say Dan. Yeah. And I would say because you know it's it's Dan. Dan's a very guy he, he did it doesn't seem like it on the surface very emotional he's mm-hmm. he, he can he's 
susceptible to outbursts. Um, <laughs> you don't say. He, does, he doesn't always express his, his, his emotions in the right way, mm-hmm. but um, he very much puts himself out there. I mean, I, I think more than anyone on that show, Dan kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, what did you think when they introduced the storyline of where they won the lottery and and that they didn't upgrade their home at all or lived the same way the whole time? Well, you know, at the I remember watching it at the time and I was like, this is really going off the rails. Yeah. And I didn't understand what was happening because it, it like you said, it didn't make a lot of sense. It was kind of out of the blue, and you know, I mean, we're talking nine seasons into a show. Sure. My 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 assumption at the time was just, oh, they were they ran out of ideas, things they could do with things the the way it was. So they had to create a whole new set of circumstances, and yeah. you know, after the after I saw the the finale, it made a lot more sense why that happened that way. But right. watch watching it in real time was really confusing <laughs> true true now um how good of an actor is john G- goodman he goes from 060 in the blink of an eye and he's full of rage all the time yeah yeah john goodman is a fantastic actor i've i've even back when when he wasn't getting very good roles mm-hmm. you know the late 80s early 90s he was kind of just getting cast as other variations of Dan, mm-hmm. but uh, he was always great. And you know, now you see him in movies like uh, Horrorfield, Monuments. I'm sorry. Oh, it was uh, that one horror from the had recently. It was the uh, Oh Cloverfield. Cloverfield yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah, and uh, um, Monuments Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say the Big Lebowski because that movie's shit. <laughs> unpopular opinion, <laughs> but um, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, John Goodman's a fantastic actor. Yeah. I, I don't know his bio, yeah. but I have to believe that he has some kind of theatrical training. He has to, man. He's, he's fantastic and all that stuff. And his physical comedy is great. Sometimes he is hilarious without having to say a word. Yeah. His expressions. Oh, yeah. For sure. Now, what did you think of? the two Beckys, you know, they, you know, they had two, the, the one girl for one year and then they went back to the other one. So your thoughts on the, that whole thing there? Um, you know, it's, it's always hard to try to replace a main character. So um, my first instinct would be they should have just written her out of the show. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, had the character still exist, but we never saw her on screen. Right. But, I, I actually thought that the uh, that Sarah Chalk was a better actress than Lacey Goranson. Uh-huh. So um, I feel like it worked in the sense that uh, that she uh, if 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 you replace a character and you do it with a better actor, I think that makes the transition a little better. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, um, on the same note, um, how funny was it that 
second uh, Becky came back as a minor character, and then they made a reference to how she looked familiar on the show. Oh, it was great. <laughs> and then uh, and then later on in that same episode where they do the whole uh, the Patty Duke identical cousins yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The classic. Class, uh, that, that was something Roseanne was always so good at was kind of wink and nod to the audience. Like, they never quite broke the fourth wall, mm-hmm. but they, they had inside jokes with the audience. Oh, yeah. And um, do you think that David, Darlene's boyfriend, um, was soft in a pansy? Oh, yeah, he was an absolute pushover. <laughs> and yeah, he, yeah, go ahead. Another annoying sporting character that I didn't mention earlier. Same, same. I did not like him since day one. I was like, who is this guy? And, and now he's this big actor, you know, on, you know, Big Bang Theory and, and all this stuff, you know. But yeah, yeah, that's the that's that's a different perspective you had because you you knew who he was when you uh, started watching, and uh, mm-hmm. most of us got to know him through that role, right? And um, if there was one thing you can change about the show, what, what would it be and why? Um. Uh, it's it's hard to answer that question with a show that's pretty technically flawless. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the only thing I would say is, uh, um, I would I would have made the original run a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I don't think it ever got stale, and it was still one of the top ratings getters when it went off the air. Yep. So. Um, maybe extend it out a little longer, and okay. you know, maybe not, uh, maybe not throw so many supporting characters at us. <laughs> yeah, like because like later on in the in the years, Crystal was not on the show like at all until like the last couple episodes or so, you know. Right. Um. But you know, like if there was always, uh, it. it there, it, it almost needlessly they were throwing couples together just for the sake of having couples storylines. Yeah, you know, there was Nancy and Arnie. There was Crystal and Dan's dad. There was uh, um, David and Arlene. There was Mark and Becky. Yeah, like you know, people, Jackie and Fred, Jackie and Fisher. People can be single. They can. Yes. Yes. Now. Um... Who were your favorite cameos on the show? Wow. Uh, you know, I, it, it's funny because it ended up not really uh, being a cameo, but um, originally it was was uh, Fred Willard, who mm-hmm. ended up playing Leon's eventual husband. Right. He's great. Um, yeah. Just, you know, that guy's, especially from – the eighties, that guy was, was comedy royalty character yeah. actor wise. Yeah. Um I would say Mariel Hemingway was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um when uh, when when she turns out to have a little bit of a thing for Roseanne. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Um now 
what did you, what did you think of all the jobs Roseanne had over the uh, and Dan and Dan went through all over the years on that show? I mean, it was it was realistic, you know. Uh, they uh, especially if we were expected to believe that that they were as lower middle class as they were. You know, mm-hmm. you, you usually you don't keep the same job for too long. Um, looking for work is a struggle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought I thought maybe it was a little bit stereotypical that Roseanne was a waitress for as long as she was. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, uh, I, I'm going to keep going back to this theme of um, being realistic and being ahead of its time. But, like, when she worked at the plastics company, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that was not something that they depicted uh, a lot of back then was women in like industrial labor jobs, but uh, especially in, in those kind of economically depressed towns, that's the way it was. Yep. Absolutely. And um, how big of balls um, metaphorically did Roseanne have on that show, you know, all the time? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and maybe that was part of the reason why she was out of work a lot of the time. But, um, yeah. The best example of that, I think, is when she uh, she leads the walkout. Yeah. At the at the plastics place with the uh, the boss with the unrealistic quotas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you see a little bit of that carryover when she, when she's working at the diner with when she works for Leon rather than when when they were working together. Right. Yeah. Um. So, but you know, you you could always tell that that even when she was being disrespectful to Leon, that it was it was it was it was good natured. Good natured, yeah. And um, what do you, did you think of the Lobo and the bowling alley as some of the primary hangout spots of the show? I really liked that. Um, the Lobo, especially, yeah. so much, so much goes on there. Right. Um, and again, you know, that's the in a in a small town like that where there's not a whole lot to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's where people go. The um, bar, yeah, a little neighborhood dive bar, and you know, it's uh, we're we're led to believe that uh, that that place has been their hangout sort of since even before the show takes place. Yeah. So, um, and you know the, the the relationship that they have with the staff there, you know, they can they get away with a little bit more because they're regulars. Right. Right bar fights and all that stuff you know yeah 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 mark punching the jukebox <laughs> yeah no problem <laughs> now um what uh tv family would you pit up against roseanne roseanne's uh show in a dodgeball game and who and who wins um well, you know the 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 natural instinct is to say the Bundys, yeah, <laughs> because, because they're kind of the other poster child for dysfunctional families. I I would not but, put out there for you after you're done. I'll tell you mine after you're done with your with your. Um, no, you know, I, I would probably say them just because the uh, the the dynamic is similar. The the 
the number of people is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the obviously the Connors win. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Bundys are just too too dumb, too disorganized. The only you know the the only uh, the only athlete on that side is uh, is Al. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, I'm gonna ways back, but for me though, it's the Connors versus the All in the Family gang. Oh, the bunkers. The bunkers, yeah. They're kind of similar in like, you know, in, in that, you know, they drink a lot, you know, a lot of drama and all that. So I think it might be a good matchup. Yeah? Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> to my next question I actually have for you is, uh, um, actually, actually, never mind, that one. Um, let's come next. But uh, next one I have here is, what were your overall thoughts on Mark? And I had a real coaster of emotions, but at the end, I actually liked him at the end. Um, you know, Mark's, Mark's a character that, uh, that does kind of go through some changes. Um, he, he grows up, you know, when you first meet him, he's a complete skeeve, you know, he's yeah. the, the older, the older guy that's, that's messing around with Becky when she's younger. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he, totally disrespectful to Dan and Roseanne. Um, <laughs> So, by you know, by the end of the show, he is trying to be responsible, be a family man. Um, he'll he'll always be a a, a flawed person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in that sense, I never I never warmed up to Mark. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he he has a realistic amount of change. You know, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, nine to five suit guy and make six figures a year yeah. you know a lot of times when 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 they try to show a character development mm-hmm. it, it goes off the rails and becomes unrealistic but uh, for sure the yeah uh mark always kind of stays within what would be reasonable for him as a person yeah <laughs> absolutely now um let's ask you this next is who would outdrink who? Dan Connor versus Archie Bunker. Dan Connor. Dan Connor. No, no, no doubt about Dan it. Huh? Connor. All day long. You know, Archie's Archie's probably twenty years older than Dan, so his right. liver is probably starting to go. <laughs> and, and you know, with with Archie, it's always just a can of beer. You know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. With Dan, I, I, I even though beer is his drink of choice too. Yeah, we hear stories about how dan was a drinker back in the day so he, right i think he can handle his hard liquor. oh yeah now we're down to the finale time um questions here now what were your thoughts on the finale and where you see roseanne and her, her work area and then with writing with the writing the show and then twist that dan dies your thoughts on the whole thing there i mean i think that that was meant to be devastating yeah and, and I think it, I think it served its purpose. Um, to this day, uh, I'm kind of in the minority of people that liked that ending. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people, you know, like they mentioned that in the same breath as Seinfeld is mm-hmm. like just the worst series finale. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe unfairly. Because um, I, I, I get that whole concept of Roseanne having to create this like escape world because, um, you know, her life had just gone to shit. Yeah. Every season you think they've hit rock bottom. Yeah. And somehow things get worse for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it, it didn't, uh, it, it wasn't cheesy. It wasn't corny. It wasn't, uh, it, you know, the, the good guys always win in the end sort of thing. Cause they don't, yeah. I mean, it was very real life and I know people didn't want real life in a, in a scripted show, especially for you know, a family that you grew so attached to, you really were rooting for them to have the, mm-hmm. the fairy tale thing, but it just, yeah. it's not real. Um, yep. But yeah, that was, that was crushing to find out Dan died. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, I also, what are your thoughts of them re- rebooting Roseanne coming out way later this month? I, I'm really excited for it. I, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Um, mm-hmm. I think the time is right. I think the 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 overall kind of cultural vibe, the 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 rut that America is stuck in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and the original show came on at a time when the economy wasn't doing so well, and uh, and People didn't have a lot of faith in their leaders. And, uh, exactly the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I agree with that. And how do you think they will address Dan's death since he's coming back on the show? Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, part of me thinks they're just never going to acknowledge it. And... <laughs> And it'll just be kind of a laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're going to work it into the storyline, my prediction, and I could be way off here, yeah. but if, they, if they're going to work it into the story, my prediction is they finally got so financially strapped <laughs> that, that they had Dan fake his death to cash in a life insurance policy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just, I wouldn't put it past him to just not even acknowledge it at all and pretend like it never happened. Yeah. All right. Like three, three more things here. Um, then we'll like let you go, but, um, does a a reboot, um, taint the original series or can it be as successful as Fuller House possibly? I, I definitely think it has the potential. Um, you know, it's it, it's really cool that it's going to be on its original network and, mm-hmm. and it's in its old time slot. Yeah. Uh, so um, I think that's going to help it get get more exposure. I mean, you know the the thing with a lot of the shows that come back is they get put on Netflix or they get put on Amazon Prime. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, Hulu. Uh, but I think being being on a major network, being in a in a really good time slot, 
but not up against anything that is, you know, gonna gonna crush it in the ratings. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's it. I I think it's 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 definitely gonna be successful, and I think that it's got enough. I think it's got enough diversity in the people that that liked it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, Roseanne was always one of those, you know, people of all ages liked, people of all incomes liked, people mm-hmm. of all political beliefs liked. So I I, I think it's you know, I. I you agree with it or not uh a lot of people will will just not watch a show if they feel like it's trying to preach something to them yeah and 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 i don't think you ever have to worry about that with roseanne no no also on the same kind of subject there um do you think younger audiences will go back and watch the show after watching maybe a couple episodes of the new of of the new version of the show Oh yeah, I think so. Absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's, it's just so easy now to, uh, to go back and watch an old show. Mm -hmm. Um, they can, they can binge it now. It's not like they have to go try to find it on, on, on tape or DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Tape. Wow. What's that? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this is from Ben on Facebook, Clummer on Facebook last night. What is your favorite Roseanne Halloween episode? I believe it was season four. Um, season four where they uh, where Dan and Roseanne uh, lured their annoying next door neighbor Kathy. And if she had been on the show, if she had been on the show any longer, I would have put her in with worse supporting yeah, characters. Right. The, the, the Bowman family they got rid of them relatively quickly. So. But when, when Roseanne kind of lures her over and, uh, and, and has Dan sprawled out on the kitchen table, hard <laughs> yeah, and really, really freaks her out so bad, yeah. and then spends the whole rest of the episode yeah. worried she's going to try to get her back for it. Yeah, um, I think that one's great, you know, because it it. It's all the all the symptoms of a uh, of a classic Roseanne Halloween episode. You know, they had mm-hmm. the uh, gory prank. They had the uh, um, the, the 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 elaborate costumes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the, that was always great for the Halloween episodes. Was seeing the the costume. I think that was the year Jackie had her. Uh, her costume that everyone thought was share and it was yeah. supposed to be all not viral. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my favorite. Oh yeah. I would agree with that one, but I'd also want to say, mention this one, where Dan or see when Roseanne is at the bar at the Lobo dressed as a man with the mustache and all that. And she goes in the yes. bathroom in the bathroom and I'll let you go I'll let you finish it off there at the end there. You and I talked about that one as you were watching when it happened. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's a tough one to beat. The elevator and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's a great clip. Now, I talk to the guy while he's peeing. <laughs> so funny. Um, one thing I have here for you is uh, final thoughts on the series, and also feel free to talk about anything that was not discussed that you want to talk about. Well, you know, I think I think we did a good job covering yeah. everything. Um, I, I I do think it's it's important to say, and I especially. I especially have to point this out while we're in Women's History Month. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Roseanne was very important as far as depicting the uh, the working mother. Um, you know, sitcoms before that, it was just the husband worked and the mom stayed at home, and yeah, with very with very few exceptions. I mean, they were there. There mm-hmm. there were shows that had a working mom. But, not, not to that extent. Full and, House had uh, a Full House had working mom. I, I would yep, say. Yep. Yep. And uh, so you know, um, I, I, I don't. I, I think you have to. Yep. And, um, and for her to be the lead character too. I mean, you know, that was that was unheard of for someone to be like a main producer, a main writer. Mm-hmm. And the star of the show in a female role. Yeah, it's a pioneer. So, exactly, exactly, very much so. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, just uh, pretty much, pretty much the perfect sitcom. And we'll look forward to ABC March twenty seventh at eight o'clock. ABC coming out your way here very soon. We we timed this perfectly. Yeah. Uh. I have a question for you. Yeah. When you and I did our first pod together. Yeah. Um, you, uh, we did, we did best and worst sitcom mothers. <laughs> yeah. You, you had not dove into Roseanne yet. You'd only, you'd seen episodes as a kid, but you right. were not, you were not all in. Right. And you, you listed Roseanne as your worst <laughs> mom. Yeah. So now that you've seen the show, yeah. I'm curious, do you still hold that opinion or or have you been swayed? I have definitely been swayed. Um, I think Roseanne is my favorite mom on TV, for sure. <laughs> we might have to go all the way back and revisit that topic again sometime. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely, but as one of as far as how she handled her business, like she had no, she she did not care about what people thought. She meant the best for her kids, and I thought she was a good 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 uh good mom. I think you know, mm-hmm. as far as that's. But I would not say she's a bad mother or bad mom at all. But I think she's one of the top top one of the top ones. I think. Well, I'm I'm glad you gave the show a chance then. Yeah, yeah. I I loved Roseanne as a kid, but I never watched never watched it in a you know like in a row. Um, right, right. And right now I'm watching um, Grey's Anatomy right now, and uh, started two weeks two weeks ago. Um, is in ten episode nine or ten, so I'm going pretty quickly in that. <laughs> We we've done a lot of pods before where I've mentioned that's my favorite show. Yeah, 
you hadn't seen it yet. So yeah, I, I know this is all building up to us doing a Grey's Anatomy podcast, and I can't wait for that one. Once, once it's all over, um, I probably gonna have like a few, a few more, you know, a few more episodes, a few more years. I think I heard. Oh yeah, at least we'll have to we'll have to have one when you're done yeah. under the understanding that the show is still going. But sure. uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that we we could probably build ten shows around that. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that one thing I thought you go um, when when it was first came on when it first came on eighteen uh, fourteen whatever whenever it came, first came on years ago many years ago two thousand five yeah so uh, thirteen years ago um, I thought it was like a girl show you know like all these doctors a lot most of our girls you know. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to watch this again or watch this. So I was like, it's kind of dumb. Then I'm hearing all these, they want all these Emmy awards and all these awards, you know. And I'm like, it's in Seattle, so I might enjoy it. So I gave it a shot and I was like, okay. Episode one hooked me in. I was like, but I'm like, don't be attached to too many of your stars, though. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah. No. I, and, and, you know, I, uh, when, when you and I, I don't want to go too much sure. into this, sure. From the sure. Focus, but right. when you and when you and I first started talking after you'd started watching it, yeah, and you'd tell me the characters you'd liked, I was like, oh no, I can't, <laughs> I can't tell him, I can't spoil anything. But oh, he's gonna be in a world of hurt. <laughs> I was not happy when you know George died and all that. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's good. for for the other day though. Talk about that on the day though. Um, I yep. appreciate the time today, and I called not drop once at all, so I'm happy about that. That's pretty cool. That's that's good stuff. Good job, anchor. <laughs> good job, anchor. You have restored faith in the followers around <laughs> around there. But thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time. Looking forward to it. See you, man. See you. See you.